And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 134 and happy International Women's Day. Yay! So for International Women's Day this year, we're actually doing a sequel, which is interesting. And we are doing the sequel to The Descent. And this one is just called The Descent Part 2. And there is... You know, there are some feminist themes in here, and we're going to talk about that, of course. And the big one of the big reasons that The Descent Part 2 makes it into International Women's Day is because, of course, the first Descent is an all-women cast, except mm-hmm. for, like, a few sneak-ins there. And this one actually revisits that. This one's made almost right after The Descent. This one came out in 2009, and The Descent came out in 2007, I think. That's what I want to say and so. oh 2005 so it oh, wasn't geez. right after so it was actually a couple years quite a few years after but it does pick up right where the first one left off so you know and this is actually two days after the first film and i believe it has the original cast members i think it brought them back it does yes yeah and we're going to talk about some really cool women in this episode and and yeah that's and you picked this for international women's day correct yes it kind of fell on here we weren't sure exactly what we wanted to do for international women's day this year but international women's day actually fell on our regular schedule so i guess we were doing a movie this year instead of talking about some of the other women in horror or anything and we also moved it up because we might potentially be talking about a very messed up movie megan is missing and we needed to bump something up to free up some space But this one still fits like it has a lot of feminist themes and all the men get it in the end. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the men (laughs) that deserve it. So, right. We're not women. We're not men haters here, you know, but they're the the men in this are particularly. Yeah. One that literally is the he gets them all killed. What a fucking asshole. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah, well, let's talk about it. So The Descent, we already talked about that, so you can go back and find The Descent. And we come in and immediately pick up where we left off. Like I said, it's two days later. And we have poor Sarah. She was our main character in the first one. And if you remember, her and her friends were going on a spelunking adventure. And they end up off course. And these horrible monsters basically fucking brutalize and eat them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do this time, too. Now, here's what happens here. So it's I want to say, I I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but it's very much the same film. I mean, it's very similar. So it really is. That's part of why I like it so much, because I loved the Descent one. So I'm like, oh, cool. We get a second one. That's the same. Yes, we're doing it again. (laughs) So we are going back down into the caves. Now, this is so fucked up because two days after Sarah comes up and she has no memory of what happened because like trauma, you know, right. Who wants to remember that shit? She's taken to a hospital where the doctor finds that some of the blood on her is the same blood type as Juno, one of her missing friends. So we have a sheriff and a deputy. And the sheriff, he is, hmm, 
I'll talk about him. But and then we have Deputy Rios and Shiku. Yeah. And we are going there is a cave there are cave specialists. There's three of them. And so we have the cave specialists. They've been trying to find the missing women and they have had no luck because they've mostly just been along like the mapped out cave system. And we know from the first one that they went way off. Right. They they were not even close. And plus we had some cave-ins and stuff like that. So the sheriff thinks that Sarah had something to do with the disappearance of all of her friends, which why is that your first go-to just because the blood on you is the same blood type as one of your friends. Like I get it. Like uh, there's reason to be like a little like, okay, like mm, did something happen? But also fucking well, so many things could have happened. Right. And like, look at it. How many fucking women serial killers slash mass murderers are there in the world? Not many. Chances are the same thing probably almost happened to her and she fucking got out and is now traumatized. Why do you got to be a dick about it? Also, that's not going to get you anywhere anyways, if you are a dick. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, that's not going to help. And he's just like the token asshole. Yeah. The fact that they, and he's written really well because I fucking hated him (laughs) so much. Like, oh my God. So they go, of course, they're like, she doesn't remember anything. She's obviously traumatized. And if you remember from the first one, she lost her little girl, her child. She died. Yes. So did her husband. Yes. And the saddest part is she doesn't even remember that now. She doesn't know that her daughter is dead. And our poor little deputy is a mom herself and has to tell her that. Tell this woman who just woke up. And doesn't remember anything. She's looking. She's like, where's Jesse? Where's Jesse? And she's like, yeah, Jesse is dead. That's so sad. Uh, everybody dead. Everybody's yeah. dead. Everybody gone. I'm sorry. You're alone. <laughs> and the whole world. Literally. Yeah. So, and this guy is being a dick to you and everybody's dead. Sorry. Right. Yeah. At least she's nice to her. Yeah. So... They decide, even though she just woke up, just got out of this cave system, is traumatized with this cave system, doesn't remember anything. They're like, you're coming with us. <sighs> okay. So dumb. You don't even know. She could have internal fucking things going on. They haven't even really had enough time to check her out before he just take before he checks her out. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. They take her back down in the caves and the masculinity literally made me sick. Yes. Like the sheriff is like, I'm in charge. And the rescue team is like, not down here because like we're the specialists. Like you can be down here, but like you should follow us. And he's like, I'm going to take the lead. And it's like, oh my fucking God. Right. And they tell him that he's like, I'm going to take my gun. My gun stays with me. And they're like, that's like dynamite down there. I would literally tell that guy, you can fuck the fuck off and go back up there if you're going to bring, like, if you want your gun, you can stay up there with it. You're not bringing it down here. You're not risking my life and my team's life. No. Yeah. What authority do you have down here? No. Exactly. Fuck off. I mean, I know he technically does. It's his jurors. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like an avalanche, you know? Exactly. We would not be going down, period, end of discussion. I'm sorry. I I hope that woman's still alive and she can last a little bit longer, but fuck you, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I would say, too. And it's not long before they find a mutilated body of one of her friends. Yes. Like, and, and, and then they, and it's like mutilated. It's not even like, oh, she dead. No, it is ripped to shreds. 
yeah, you're miss. She's missing her bottom half, and you can see her ribs. And oh yeah, it's intense. I mean, this is Becca. This was one of our great climbers, and we saw her at the end where she turned around, and there was like a mass of them in the tunnel, and they just ripped her apart. So it makes sense. That's the first one we find. Yeah, and then the sheriff like looks at Sarah like she did something, and like almost everyone is coming to her defense. They're like, "There's no way you think she did that." And right. poor Sarah is getting flashbacks. She does not remember this. Right. And she's down there getting these flashbacks. That's the worst, worst place also. that's You don't put someone who is fucking traumatized and has forgotten these things down into the same place she was just at. Especially if you think she's a killer. She's just going to come back and do the same fucking thing. Yeah. Like, it, y'all aren't... Th- it's not like they also were bringing a therapist, too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, maybe you should have, like, a mental health professional also. Actually, the deputy was supposed to be a therapist, and then they changed it. I don't know why. Oh. But. Well, that would have made sense. Yeah. But yeah, you don't have somebody come to basically with all of these memories down in the fucking, in a fucking cave. No. <sighs> yeah. An enclosed space. Oh my God. So are y'all seeing this body? I mean, come on, there's no way, but she got her memories back and they kind of move on. But when she gets all of her memories back, she fucking whacks them all and she fucking runs. She's like, yeah, she does. No, 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 no. And I don't blame her. They're going to, they're going to get her killed. Exactly. She's like, I know what to fucking do. She fucking kicks the, the cop in the face. It was great. Tears ass out of there. She's already survived once like exactly she just has to be quiet and lay low and find her way the fuck out again yeah and they're all talking and blah 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 and they're like uh, she's like y'all are gonna be heard and like they're gonna tear y'all to shreds i'm, I'm out mm-hmm. so i and i cannot remember hating a character more than i hate this cop the, <laughs> yeah the sheriff fuck that guy i'm glad he encounters the first cave monster but you think he's gonna die but no they have more plans for him right so he does though encounter the first cave monster because he's fucking loud and he runs after her and he fucking fucking shoots at it yeah but not even well it's like he wasn't even pointing at it he was just scared and the gun went off like what the fuck are you doing if you're do you not even know how to use it when you're bringing it down there and it does it causes like a dynamite level explosion basically down there that causes a bunch of rocks to cave in on our female climber expert climber yes so now we're down somebody who could actually get us the fuck out of here she is basically in this little rock tomb yep i'd stay there i'd be like fucking "Mm, a man i'm good yeah i'll die here like it's fine (laughs) like i know she doesn't know yet and like this is her worst case scenario but it's not right that's i starve or they're like dehydrate to death it's cool this the only thing that would scare me though really really bad is like so i've been in you know here in colorado springs and well technically manitou we have cave of the winds and they do this one little part that's like 15 or 20 seconds long if that and it's true darkness where Mm -hmm. they're like turn off all your phones and everything we're gonna show you what true darkness is because you're down in a cave i hate it i hate it so much i've done it like two or three times because you know i have friends that come down and that are you know tourists and we're like okay let's go to cave of the winds and it's my least favorite part because it is a darkness that i you can't even describe yes and that would be my least favorite part of being left alone 
and running out of flashlight would be the darkness. Exactly. She even tells like he ha- they have like their boss guy who's training these two other climbers. And she's even like, I can't, I can't do this without you. Please don't leave me. And I'm like, oh God, girl. Cause that's, I mean, I have a lot of worse nightmares, but that is one of my worst nightmares. Like I'm not claustrophobic, but I am, I would never go spelunking or anything for the fact that those things do cave in. Mm -hmm. She could just get squished by those rocks. Yeah. She cannot even hear him screaming at her through these rocks. That's how deep they are and how big. Well, the sound, they have to use too. a walkie-talkie. Yeah, the sound too is like it, it's the darkness and the sound. It's so quiet mm-hmm. and it, oh, it, it's terrifying. Yes, and then you know it's so quiet until it's not, and then how scary is that? You're like, I'm the only one down here, but I just heard something or I just felt something. Mm-mm. No, no, yeah, drive yourself crazy because you would also have like fucking phantom shit. That would start happening to you. Uh-uh. Hell no. Have you heard about those rooms that they have gotten it so quiet where you can hear your blood moving in your veins? Ugh. No. I would hate that so much. Yeah. People go fucking crazy. You can't stay in there for too long because you will literally go insane. I fucking bet, man. Like, I'm one of those people who has to have, you know, a TV on at night while sleeping. I I hate the quiet. I do too. Sometimes I'll wake up and I'll have to turn it off like if I'm just having one of those nights, but that's very, very, mm-hmm. very rare. And it's usually because of the light, not the sound. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. But that would be like, aside from the fucking man monsters. eating cave monsters. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting though is I love water so much that in Mexico we didn't get to do it, but they have like river spelunking. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Oh my god, no, no, no. I won't no, do no, regular no. cave spelunking, but I'm like, water? Yes, I will do that. <laughs> oh my god. You're like, the water goes somewhere. I'll follow it. But it's like higher, though. Like, the, the cave is like really high. The ceiling's very high. Oh, like yeah. one of those where you can like take a canoe and paddle through it, actually? You have to walk, because it's not that high, but it's mm. it's like 10 foot, I think, or something like that. Yeah, it's really high. Like, you can't... I, I wouldn't be able to like reach it yeah but yeah i would do that but i wouldn't there's no fucking way you could get me down into a cave first of all i'm a big bitch second of all (laughs) no like hell no okay and also the crawling part absolutely not yes that's when i'm done like i can't see the end over there i'm out i'm going back like there's a point where we have one of our climbers goes through a tunnel to make you know he scouts ahead and he tells everybody he's like it's tight but you can get through. And I'm looking at the fucking, you know, sheriff cop guy, the asshole. And I'm like, he's a big dude. What do you mean it's tight? Is he going to fucking actually make it through? See, uh-uh. Absolutely not. Would not do that in a hundred years. Mm-hmm. If somebody was like, you can go down into this cave and crawl, like, army crawl through it and no. probably get through or die, I'd be like, I'll sit right here. No, 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 no. I mean, like, you guys are awesome that do do that like the people that found cave of the winds i know it was a couple of kids but the fact that they were even brave enough to go in there like that's awesome but that's not me maybe as a kid i was a lot braver as a kid i think we all inherently are we don't have a sense of danger but like as an adult i'm like i'm i have my fear of death i I guess the fear of how i die is much higher than the fear of actual death and getting caught especially like hearing about that 
what is it, 127 hours or whatever, where that guy cut off his hand. Mm-mm. Yes, I was thinking of that too. No, I don't think I could do it. I don't think that I, mm-hmm. yeah, I could cut my arm off. I don't know. Now that being said, my will to live is not that high. So, <laughs> right. Sorry, that's inappropriate. But you know, I don't, I don't fucking like. No, I would just be like, mm, I'm gonna starve. It's cool. Right. Exactly. Like somebody will find me stuck here eventually and be like, oh, poor them. But it'll be a terrifying story for them that they'll have forever. So that's cool. They'll talk about me in therapy for a while. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I guarantee you I was worse off than them finding me. So. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mm -mm. So now Sarah's guiding herself out of the cave. And, you know, of course, the cop like is ruining everything so she's following water that's how she got out the first time because water leads up you know right that makes sense and of course the fucking cop is ruining everything because everyone else is figuring out that there are things down there and he fucking starts talking on the walkie-talkie while they're hiding and stuff yeah because he's a fucking he's that fucking dumbass and we have our main girl is now sarah is also saving our little deputy so that's great we have girl power and teamwork. Come on. Yeah. If you make it through. Right. Now, what I've neglected to mention before is there is a, I think he's a mine operator named Ed, and he kind of shows them where to go into the cave and stuff. Don't forget yeah. about him. Yeah, don't. He's like, my grandpappy found a tunnel down there years ago, and they told him to go in and see if it had anything, and he went down, and they never heard from him again. Dun, but yeah, dun, don't forget dun, about dun. him. Yeah. He's an asshole. Anyways. So, yeah, they they realize everybody's kind of being torn apart because they find that room of bones. So, that's basically where they just throw their scraps. And yes. they... And the camera. Yeah. They find the camera and they realize the missing woman had been attacked by the crawlers. And Sarah's hiding nearby and she overhears the recording and that she's still regaining all those memories. And rios our deputy's panicking and she starts calling for help and so the crawlers are like "Ooh, food and so sarah saves her by covering her mouth and the two of them just watch and wait as crawlers kill one of the other people the the main expert yeah the main climbing guy and they drag him away and it turned you know they're blind and they hunt by relying on sound and we knew that from the first one and meanwhile, we have the woman that the poor woman that was stuck in the rocks. A crawler has found her, and she realizes that there's something trying to fucking get to her. And yes. oh my god, she does such a good job though because she does basically panic her way out of that situation. Yeah, she does. She's a quick thinker. She fucking gets out. Yeah, like she she does, and I good for her because i'm so proud i was like you're not gonna kill a woman before you kill all the men right come on this is a feminist movie and they don't she makes it out yeah she crushes it under the the rocks and you know good for her and she runs into greg which is one of the other crawlers and they escape by crawling up the ceiling which is kind of cool Mm-hmm. but that's when the walkie-talkie goes off yeah fucking asshole and then they find a samantha's body from the first one dangling from the ceiling remember how they tried to go across in the first one yeah and sam was a badass and she took out one of the crawlers but it got her in the throat yeah yeah but she's still hanging from the ceiling right now yeah so they try to use her body to get across and that's 
doesn't i mean i mean smart attack. But it, yeah yeah so greg basically sacrifices himself to save her and although she gets to the other side why why do we feel like we need to scream i know shush <sighs> This happens a couple times. So she gets attacked by a few of them, survives only to get to the other side, scream, and then act all surprised when she gets ripped to shreds. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then we cut back to Sarah and the woman, Rios. And they are going underwater, which that's terrifying. I wouldn't. Literally wouldn't. You'd be like, I'm a, nope, I am. That's, I'm done. That's where I die right there. Like, I literally can't swim. Yeah. And you don't know if there is anywhere to go down there. Mm-mm. Well, they go down there, but Rios gets lost and she fucking starts screaming. And I'm like, bro. Yeah. Stop it with the screaming. But at the same time, like, I I get it. I would fucking panic down there alone in the dark by myself in a flooded place and my only companion just left me. That's the hysteria. That's why I would not do this type of thing because I would panic. Yeah, I would probably also panic, but I think I would rather, (laughs) I don't know, ma'am. I would not like to see, I think it would be worse to also see one of those crawlers coming for me while I'm in the water because I screamed. So true i mean there's another point where she like so sarah gets her out of there and they find like a nice dry place to sit and they talk about her daughter and how you know she tries to leave a tape for her daughter if she dies and she's like nope you're gonna see her and then they keep moving along and they get out and they're in this little tunnel and a fucking rat comes through and sarah's not happy with it but she shuts the fuck up and rios fucking freaks out and screams and there's literally a crawler right in front of them that starts coming after them that's the shit i wouldn't panic on like would i be happy that a rat is crawling at me or across me no but that one i would shut the fuck up on yeah rat or getting your face ripped off right pick one exactly the rat's just going chill exactly and they know the sounds of rats like they they're not going to come after it you know what i mean like they they are accustomed to those noises right they don't give a fuck about that they and that's another thing i was like you stupid <laughs> come on yeah. stop screaming that one made me mad yeah and then juno we find out that juno is still alive she fucking survived bitches she's a fucking badass dude she was that is why this is international women's day we can do it she was left a one of those like scythe looking hooks to climb with as a weapon that's all she was left because sarah like left her down there she wounded her so she could get away what i really liked is when she was talking to rios about juno sarah was honest she was like i wounded her mm-hmm. to get away i did yep. And she didn't lie about it. She was like, yeah, I saw her get killed. Because that would have caused other issues if Juno had just showed up and they were like, you lied. You know, but Sarah told the truth. Especially because we're literally getting ready to have that meeting in the next scene. Like, they kind of have to prepare us for that. But she also said, she's like, yeah, she left my friend Beth to die and I had to put her out of her misery. And, you know, these are the things that I went through. This is why I left her there. And she also says that she slept with my husband. <laughs> right. Not that that's a reason to leave someone to die because your husband had a responsibility there too. But, you know, with all of these things, Juno was real shitty. 
in the last yes. movie. And again, I'm not saying that's a reason to die, but she made a choice and she chose her own life. And, you know. Right. And it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and she has to live with that. So, you know. But Juno didn't die. So Juno and the sheriff team up and the sheriff just kind of follows her and she's like, you're going to do what I say and you're going to fucking, and the sheriff actually does because, you know, he's like, well, yes, but she also fucking threatens the shit out of him quietly. Like there's a crawler and she literally takes that pick and puts it under his fucking throat. And she's like, you like basically, she doesn't say anything to him for quite a while, but basically you say a fucking word and I'll cut your throat. And as it starts walking closer, she just like is more threatening with it. I'm like, yeah, girl, you tell him. I mean, kill him if you want. He's right. a liability anyways. Right. Yeah. So she's, like, really good at fighting them now, obviously. So she shows up and saves them, unfortunately. But, you know, they... And then Sarah and Rios kill... They fall into a pool, kind of like the first one, except it's not bloody this Way time. Worse. Way worse. So it turns out that's their that's their toilet. It's the, it's the shit pit, is what the director called it. Yeah. Yeah. Then they crawl. Oh, go ahead. Really quick, because I mentioned the director. I thought this was awesome just because I like to edit stuff. So, you know, I'm interested in editors now. The director of this film was actually the editor of the first one. And the director of the first one, who also directed Game of Thrones, was the main producer for this one. So he was still there for all of the questions and everything. But I love that the editor actually got to come out to direct this. And then this is the only thing he's ever directed. And they went back to editing. That's cool. He must have really just loved the first one then. Yeah, exactly. And the, the director of the first one was like, you take it. This is yours. Yeah, exactly. I loved that. Yeah. So they do get out of the shit pit. <laughs> <laughs> and they end up meeting up with the sheriff and Juno. And of course, like Sarah is like, uh, what? Right. So Juno is, of course, pissed. Oh, yeah. Like, she mad. But you know, like you get left down there to die. You have a right to be mad. You get shanked with a pickaxe in the the leg. (laughs) Juno almost kills her. I think she strangles her or something. I don't know. But calms down after Rios lies about how Sarah brought them down there to find her. Right. You know, but that's cool because Rios has her back. You know, she understands like, okay, you know. Well, she's also like, I'm sorry, I'm going to trust the bitch who's been trying to get me out of this, so I'm going to save her. Yeah. <laughs> like, she made it out last time. My note was like, cheating homegirl and sheriff team up, and she's been killing these motherfuckers like a badass, but I bet she's <laughs> mad as fuck at Sarah. <laughs> yeah, she is, yeah. and she literally says that. She's like, I know how to get out of here, and Sarah's like, well, why haven't you done it yet? And she's like, because my light ran out of battery because my climbing partner left me and put stuck a pick in my leg and i'm like oh girl you yeah you tell her like she fucked up yeah she did do all that yeah (laughs) (laughs) so juno came at her but at least sarah has a friend now that vouches for her okay so this chief let's talk about the chief let's talk about the fucking sheriff or whatever he is fucking asshole made no sense to me and sarah literally has made it out why not follow sarah that was my whole thing like i know that juno's like yeah i've been down here and i've made it out but i still would have followed sarah like honestly Mm -hmm. i would have been like i'm gonna i'm gonna follow her because she acts has been acting like she's where she's going the whole time like i'm gonna pop right exactly i fucking hate him man so he still does not trust sarah still doesn't trust sarah and 
So they decide to follow Juno and she takes them through this horribly dangerous route where they have to crawl across these rocks that are just like wedged together as a bridge. No. Mm -mm. Right. But he, you know, is now handcuffed to Sarah because he's a. You're not going to get out of my side again. Oh, my God, dude. What a fuck. (laughs) What if she does something dumb to die and now you're fucking strapped to her? Also, even if she does run out of your sight, let her. She's going to die. Right. You have fuck? seen the monsters. You're following Juno, so follow Juno if Sarah runs off a letter. Who gives a shit? Right. right. But instead, we have to go across this rickety fucking quote-unquote bridge. And you have to, like, she tells our little deputy and little Juno. I mean, these are tiny little girls that are used to, you know, climbing and going through these tight spaces. They're teeny tiny. They are trying to spread their weight across this thing so it doesn't fucking cave in. And then you're supposed to get sarah and this big old dude across there without dying okay sure sure that'll happen i love the way you said rickety it's from fable too <laughs> rickety it's one of those things that connor and i say it's a bit rickety rickety if anybody plays fable 2 and the uh, hob cave you know shout out so they do have to make it across and they're supposed to distribute their weight evenly so juno makes it across and rios makes it across but you know they almost make it across, and the chief fucking falls. Shocking. And he's handcuffed to her. And it's one of those handcuffs with the long chains, you know? Yeah. And so he's dangling off of her wrist. That has got to hurt so fucking bad. I can't believe it didn't break. He's probably a 200-plus pound man. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, he's a big dude. And, like, they decide... The only thing that's holding him is her fucking wrist. Yeah, and so Rios takes the pickaxe and fucking just saws him off of her. Yeah, after begging Juno to stay, because Juno's like, give me your shit, and she's about ready to take the fuck off. And then Sarah just, like, begs her to stay and save her life. And she finally, she, like, tries to help pull up a little bit, and then she looks at Rios, and she's like, cut it. And Rios is like, cut what? And she's like, if you don't cut it, they're both gonna die. And then she just fucking takes it to his goddamn hand. Oh, good. And this poor woman, she's, like, afterwards just, like, shaking. That she yeah. just fucking cut somebody's hand off to die. But there yeah. were crawlers coming up at them. And so, exactly. like, the crawlers at least fall as well with him, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And I was like, cut the chief off. Yes, baby. Yeah. I'm like, fuck <laughs> yeah. that guy. And of course, like, they are almost out and they're headed out and they're almost there. They can literally, like, see the lights. Yes. We're almost there. But they get there, they reach the exits, and they're blocked by a group of crawlers led by a very large leader, the head honcho. He's, like, fucking ripped. Like, these things are very humanoid, and he's, like, tall, built, abs, muscle. Like, he's scary. And they try to sneak past the crawlers, but... Greg, one of the previous guys who's dying from his injuries, grabbed Juno's legs in an effort to save himself, and this scares her, so she screams, which is unfortunate. Yeah. What a fucking... I, I want to do an aside for that really quick. What a fucking asshole. Because, see, I first saw that actor in Once Upon a Time, the TV show on ABC, and he is Prince Charming in that. That is not Prince Charming. What are you fucking doing? Don't you save yourself. You let them go. You're already dead anyways. What are you going to do? exactly he's just scared he's like please take me out dude you're like half a body right now how are you still alive exactly (laughs) 
God. Even if they take you out of here, you're going to bleed out before anybody can get to you. Right. I don't know. But she screams. So the crawlers obviously come to her. And Greg dies. (laughs) And so the women can fight him off. And all the crawlers are killed. But the leader is still going after Juno. But it slashes Juno's stomach open and it basically yeah. kills Even her. Even though Sarah tried to save her. Yeah. It's so sad. Which, but she stays there and holds her. Yeah. It's really sad because, like, even though they had all this bad blood and stuff, it really, like, all kind of fell by the wayside. And yeah. So then Sarah kills it and Juno dies in her arms. And Juno apologizes right at the end. And when more crawlers arrive, Sarah, Rio still has this a daughter and Sarah knows this. This part, like, this movie was like not bad at all it was okay you know it was very similar to the first one the first one's definitely better and this one was just kind of like a rehash of all of that Mm -hmm. and they just did it again which is fine but but sarah draws their attention by screaming and lets rios get out so she can go to her daughter and that made me tear up i was like yes bitch (laughs) like the yeah just letting this sacrificing yourself so this woman and okay first of all regardless of having like a family or anything people deserve to live but specifically because she was a mother that knew Mm -hmm. that this woman need was another a mother that wanted to just get out to her daughter yes and she sacrificed herself so that that woman could escape and while sarah's being killed she gets out yes and I mean, Sarah literally has nothing really to live for now at this point, sadly. I heard daughter and son are, or daughter and husband are dead, and all of her friends are dead. Literally, her last friend now is dead, and she doesn't even, like, now she has all those memories again. What the fuck is the point of trying at this point? Yeah. But she does make it out. She just screams finally. And I, I just loved that scene because it's almost like, this is going to be very feminist, but it's almost like an allegory for being a feminist. Like you have to be quiet and subdued and especially in here with the majority of male creature monsters. We do see one female and, you know, you also have to be so quiet with them. And then she finally like gets to have her voice at the end and she just gets to scream and they all come at her and then Rios gets to run out. Yeah, it's it's a like great arc moment and Mm -hmm. Rios escapes and she gets on her phone and is calling for help. But there's a man and always a man. She's knocked unconscious by a shovel by Ed. The one that I brought up at the beginning who drags her back to the cave entrance and leaves her there because the head crawler was actually bringing down like deer and stuff. So they do go, hunt in the woods mm-hmm. and as rios regains consciousness a blood-covered crawler pops out with its arms outstretched at her so you can assume yeah. that she doesn't make it it's like what the fuck y'all like are you kidding me these things killed your grandfather and you're still just feeding them you're just keeping them a quiet little thing in your community and feeding them people what the fuck yeah i don't know maybe <sighs> I don't know why. Maybe it's to keep them down there so they don't, like, crawl out. But it doesn't make sense, though, because if everyone knew about them, like, maybe you could just fucking end them. I don't know. Right. It's just, it, I don't know. I didn't like that part of it. I wish that Rios could have survived, first of all, 
She is a black female who survived to the end of a horror movie. That's fucking awesome. Especially our first one is about feminism. Now we have, you know, a, a black female who survives and then she doesn't because of a fucking white man. Fuck that shit. Yeah, 2009 was not it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was... So this was pretty much made because obviously the first one was like such a... Like it made so much money and it was like the critics loved it. And, you know, like... And it the sequel went like late 2006. Like they decided they were going to make it. So like right after mm-hmm. they were like, yep, we're going <laughs> to do it. We're going to do it. So, yeah, I mean, they really were, like, super stoked about getting this out. I think it got mixed reviews when it came out, though. I wouldn't doubt. Like, yeah. I'm sitting here. I I like this movie. I loved the first one. I really like this one. Like I said, I basically get another taste of the first one. You know, it's like making The Descent one four hours. That's great. But I'm even sitting here going, I don't even know how to grade it, though. It's like out of the fact that I enjoy it, I guess a four, but honestly, it's probably a middle of the road movie and it's all been rehashed in from the first one. So probably like a three. Yeah. You still get that same, like, you know, high anxiety, claustrophobia, darkness, the crawlers are still good. It's, but you're right. It's like a rehash of the first one. And then there's not necessarily, I mean, look at saw. They've been doing the same shit forever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just this one is hard because like with Saw you get some story arc and you can get some twists and like with this one it's just like the monsters in the cave and so you do mm-hmm. get that same anxiety and it's very unnerving and it but it, it doesn't dig any deeper than the first one did and then the first one that was great because that's it had done it the first time and that was the first of its kind so I would agree with you I think this one's about a three out of five but it's still good and especially because you do get some good emotion towards the end there and I really did like Sarah and Rios's bond because Sarah doesn't get that there's actually falling apart of bonds in the mm-hmm. first one but in the second one she does get to create a bond which I really liked that for her character so she gets to put together a little bit more in the second one whereas the first one she was falling apart so I did like that for her character mm-hmm. and kind of on that same note critics gave it a 55 with 38 reviews and the audience gave it a 34 with 10,000 plus so you know, people genu- generally kind of were like, meh, but the critics liked it a little bit more than general audiences did with the 55. Now, if you remember with the first one, it got really high remarks. Mm-hmm. The people loved the first descent. I'm pulling up the Rotten Tomatoes now just to kind of compare the two. For the first descent, critics gave it an 86% and audiences gave it a 76%. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, it ended up on our 100 Years of Horror because it was the best of the year. So it was definitely a beloved film. And I actually don't even think that this was a bad sequel. I think it was a pretty good sequel. I wish the ending was a little different, especially because in the first one that Americans received, obviously it was different. There are a couple different endings. But in the one that Americans received, she she doesn't actually get out. Like, you think she gets out. And then she is brought back in and you find out she was just hallucinating and she's just like in a cave room. That's Sarah at the end. So in the American version, we don't get somebody surviving there. And then in the sequel, we don't get anyone surviving. And I feel like if you were going to do that, you should like let her survive this time. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. So 
What was your grade, though? I don't think you said it. A three out of five. Okay. Yeah, definitely. For uh, this one, a three out of five, I think, would be the most appropriate because yeah. it was still enjoyable enough, especially if you like the first one. You do get that taste over again, mm-hmm. and it still definitely can do it for you. The characters, obviously, because in the first one, you really did care about each individual character. Yes. And in this one, you don't. The sheriff is going mm-hmm. to just royally piss you off, and they keep him alive just to do that. And sometimes that's like a little like frustrating because you only wrote a character to make me mad. So, like, right. yeah. fuck you. <laughs> but which is what they did. They did that on purpose, which is fine. And, you know, you have some climbers. You don't really care about their team at all. They're just there to die. You care about Rios and you care about Sarah. And then Juno comes back in with. I felt like it was fine. It wasn't necessarily needed, but I understand why they completed that, you know, mm-hmm. relationship and that arc there. So, you know, it was it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Happy International Women's Day again. And you can hang out with us on all of our social medias at the Extra Sisters Podcast, except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you would like to join our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters Podcast. Yes. Happy International Women's Day. And next time. A midnight showing of an early 70s horror movie turns to chaos. Till then, stay creepy.